Hello, Neverland fans. We're going to skip some of the usual intros that you might be used to hearing today because during the stream we had some technical difficulties. So all the opening business, we're going to cut that right out. And I'm just going to say welcome to Neverland and enjoy today's episode. Last session, our group of adventurers on the island of Neverland made their way into the Iron Mines, a subterranean cavernous network, a dungeon crawl, if you will, below the island of Neverland. The group separated. One half of the group, Talith and Genevieve, have a part, a, a, a fragment of the Fallen Star, while Helen, Dante, and Shifra make their way from the entrance of the mines deeper into the iron tunnels to rejoin the group. We left off with uh, Dante, Helen, and Shifra emerging from scaffolding in front of a large stone bridge. This bridge spans across a shallow chasm where a river of lava and a river of ice bend, wind, and twist over one another. The two elements fusing together at the center of the junction under the bridge have caused elaborate and dense mist to fill the walkway of the stone bridge, obscuring this half of the group's vision from where they stand on one end of the bridge to the other threshold on the opposite side. Who knows how long this bridge truly is. We left Talith and Genevieve emerging into a large chamber as spirit-like wisps of, of, of green light known as knockers altered the routes, changing the hallways physically, um, dumping Genevieve and Talith into this large chamber filled with mushroom, fungi, mold, and a giant foamed mouth mantis the size of an elephant scooping mushrooms into its mouth. Uh, I think that's the gist of it. Oh, and Sith the cat. 
Helen uh, found Sith the cat, which Shifra quickly befriended, able to speak to Sith in the language of the fairies. Uh, Sith the cat is always hungry, somewhat wise, and much larger than the typical house cat would be. Uh, we are going to pick up with Genevieve and Talith. You emerge into this large cavernous chamber, floor, walls, ceiling, covered in this dense fungus, ranging from different sizes to, you know, just barely off the ground to almost or even taller than both of you. There's different colors, shapes, densities, and of course, in, in the heart of the chamber is this large mantis foaming at the mouth, eating these mushrooms, but seemingly unaware of you two entering the chamber. Uh, as we shift over to the battle cam, Genevieve and Talith, how would we like to proceed? Uh, can, can you make that small? Try. Um, we should hide first. Yes, yes, no, of course. Hiding, hiding's, um, hiding's good. Uh, yeah, maybe behind some mus mushrooms, I think these are. They're huge. Yeah, can we, uh, could we both fit under that kind of nearest mushroom? Um, absolutely. It's, uh, it's D&D. You can do what you want. <laughs> um, the, this giant mantis, which by all means looks like a, a typical praying mantis, just, you know, incredibly large, um, is quite distracted with scarfing down on these mushrooms. And from where you stand in the back of this chamber, you also don't see a obvious entrance or exit outside of the chamber other than the way that you just entered. Um, but yes, if you both would like to make a stealth check, you can duck under one of these large mushrooms, hopefully keeping the creature at bay. I will make a stealth check. That's a, a 10. And for me, ooh. At one, so a nine. Oh, great. Are you out of lucky? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you don't, okay, you don't understand my luck, Joe. It's not like a resource <laughs> to be like metagamed with. It's, it's who I am and it's a lived reality. Thank you. That is very fair. Um, quite difficult this chamber is to walk stealthily through. You know, there's no like solid ground. You're 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 not flat-footed stepping on all these like mushroom colonies. Um, you manage Talith to kind of slip on one and then fall into the stock of one of these large mushrooms, causing it to shake as you and Genevieve find your way underneath it. Doing so causes these large spur-like spores to shake off the top of it and cover you entirely. Talith, make a constitution saving throw. Hmm. Better. That is going to be a number uh, 14. 14. Um, you ingest some of these spores, uh, but cough it up in time that it doesn't actually like set into your system. 
um, saliva and raw spores now in the cup of your oh. hand. Um, Genevieve, you can see though that Talith's clothes are actually quite covered in the spores. Um, they got like these you know, little spikes on them that latch to like fabric and, and, and that kind of material really easily. Um, they're on there pretty good. Before you can say anything, the large mantis quickly runs over to about here, uproots a mushroom and starts eating at it, spores first. The creature now 25, 30 feet away from you two, but its back is turned. Okay. I'm sorry. Are you okay? You're, you're fine. Um, it's, it's okay. Just watch, watch the spikes. I don't I don't think those are going to be good. Are they, they're on me? Are there some on me, you said? Yeah, they're like cling to your clothing, almost like they're Velcro. Can I, can I like brush them off? Do they come off easily? As you like try to brush them, they cling to the cloth, uh, you know, of your outfit. And you'll have to like meticulously pick and pull them off one by one to actually get rid of them. Um, I, I, I manifest a small, like, you know, like a stiletto dagger, like piece of energy and just like poke through one to see if yeah. anything happens. Yeah. You poke through it and little like seedling spores come out of it. Not enough that would like harm you, even if you ingested them, but like clearly the, um, the pods are carrying the seeds of the mushrooms, the spores, and like that sort of thing. Did that seem like a good way to get it off of me? Definitely. Absolutely. Could I just Though like Edward take... Scissorhands my way? Like, like yeah, real quick? Actually, if you want to take the time to do it, um, you'll have to like take some time to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Genevieve, I don't, I don't know what to do here. Uh, hold on. I do know one thing to do. Uh, and I concentrate for a second. I look over at the mantis and I'm going to put my hunter's mark on it. Yeah. Um, does that have a verbal component, the oh. spell? <laughs> you expect me to know all my spells, do you? That's sweet. <laughs> How does one look that up? Uh, if you look up Hunter's Mark. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm doing D&D Beyond on my, on my phone today, which is uh, I can double check, too. Different. I got it. I got it. Making riveting. No, I don't have a player's handbook in front of me. Do you have a player's handbook in front of you? Yeah. Okay, well. Do to it? If you can get there before me. All right, so Hunter's Mark. Uh, it, it is only a verbal component. Excellent. I go, um, Hunter's so Mark. <laughs> As you whisper Hunter's Mark, make one more stealth check. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, that is a f uh, 15. 15. As you whisper the spell, um, what's the mark look like on the creature? Um, it almost is like is like kind of like a, a pulsing energy outline, like very faint, like an orange just kind of glow that's just like boom, boom. Like very, very subtle. Only I can see it. Make an insight check, please. So many checks. Jeez, I'm rolling like Michael tonight. <laughs> That's going to be like a four or five. A dare. Your hunter's <laughs> mark, um, as you outline the spell, identifying it, you know, more more easily for, for you and Genevieve, 
Um, it gives you a little bit of a connection with the creature as you, you know, you focus in to mark it. Um, you see what, what looks like flies almost, like buzzing over the creature's head um, where its eyes and, and mandibles are, and what looks like steam coming out from you know its eyes, its mouth, its ears as well. The little specks aren't flies, though. It looks like they're they're spores that are continually shedding from the creature's you know exoskeleton. Um, its body seems really warm, really hot. You can see the heat literally leaving its body, um, possibly from eating all these mushrooms and fungus and and all of that. Um, it has a little bit of a madness to it. I'm kind of fascinated by all this, but then I look over Genevieve and I'm like. Uh, how are you? How are you looking, right now? Um, not very good. Uh, she's probably breathing really heavily. Oh my gosh! And every now and again, like clutching at her side where she was grabbed earlier. I, I what? I'm sorry. We shouldn't even be like trying to get in here. Do you, we need to? We need to get you out of here so you can like rest. I'm fine. We, I don't even know how else we're gonna get out of here. Well, but it, we could at least go to the other room and like sit there quietly, and, and you could rest for like an hour. So, um, the last room you two were in was was that tar-filled room where you did manage to carve out a walking path. Um, though, if you recall, when the spirited knockers shifted the hallway, um, it might have also altered the room Ooh. you came from. Um, you could certainly double back and check what might be there. Um, but that'll be up to your decision. Um, Genevieve, real mm-hmm. quick, why don't you make a perception check for me? While Talith is poking and prodding these spore pods, um, you look around the chamber a little more. It's just a 10. A 10? No, fair enough. Um, You would actually notice um, the far reaches of the chamber um, right around here, actually, on this wall. It seems to be vacant of any spores or fungus growing raw stone wall. Hmm. Tell us there's, um, and she'll point to indicate that corner. Yeah. That area over there doesn't look like it's as covered in spores as everything else. That might be a good place for us to go to, at least. I can try to make it smaller. Again, only downside, if it doesn't work, we're pretty much cornered at that point. Do you want me to try to distract it with a sound, an illusion? Maybe I just I don't want you. I mean, you're 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 struggling. I I don't, don't want you to worry about me. I'm fine. Okay, but I mean, I I know I know it look really strong, but I probably can't carry you. So, um, it's from okay, a practical standpoint, that's a concern. But also, like I, I don't want you I don't want you to get hurt. Like you you're beat to hell right now. Um, what if you kind of stay hidden and I I try and sneak over? And if it if it freaks out, then you know, then I guess we go for it. If that works for you, I'm okay with that. Um, I don't know. You're, you're the one who can, you're the one who can see ahead. I mean, did you did you see this when you woke up today? That like this all this. It was definitely not including spirits, a tar monster, or a giant, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, unfortunately. So how about? Um, we were looking up just to kind of compare the battle map that I'm seeing right now, is there space along, but like between this creature and the wall for Talith to even try to get past? 
Absolutely. Um, there's probably a good five feet on either side of the creature um, before there's there's a wall. There is not very much room for you, Tala. Um, how about this? You wait. I'm going to create a sound over in the opposite corner over there. Okay. Maybe it'll distract it. Get to go in that direction. And once that happens, if you can try to just be as fast as possible and as quiet as possible, if that doesn't work, I'll start something, okay? Okay, and then, and then you know, I, I can go after it. Like, if we have to. I hope we don't. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry about it. It'll all be okay. You say that a lot, um, but you're bleeding out of your eye. I am... That's a choice, okay? I think it's a good look. I was trying something and it didn't pan out, okay? Uh, well, I'm... I'm Anyways... I, um, Talith is mortified. He feels so embarrassed. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe I said something. <laughs> Genevieve is going to um, try to... Actually, this will require her to move up a little bit uh, because it's about 25 feet away from me. Is that correct? Cre- the creature, correct, yeah. Okay. Um... She's going to try to move up about 10 feet and use minor illusion to have the sound of like heavy footsteps emanating from uh, the opposite side of the cavern as far as she can get with her 30 foot range. Absolutely. Um, What is your spell save DC? I'll have the creature make a wisdom check to try to be distracted or not distracted by the illusion. Understood. Um, It looks like it's typically 13. 13. As you step up, Genevieve, and before you can make enough noise, you cast your illusion. Mm-hmm. Get to about here. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. We'll peg it right over here. As the large spore infested mantis drops the large fungi it's eating and quickly runs over to the sounds it just heard. The sounds you just made. Um, I very sneakily and stealthily make my way, and as I do, I look back at her, and, and I say in your head, we can still talk like this. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. And I, uh, I, I go stealthily with a brand new stealth check. <laughs> yes, Talith, make a brand new stealth check. The creature will disadvantage on its perception since it is distracted by Genevieve's charm. 24. Crush the creature out of the park. Um, moving, action moving, uh, cunning action dash. Yeah, I mean, whatever, yeah, action dash, cunning action. Do I have, yeah, cunning action dash. 20, 30, 30, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 60, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, that is going to be a uh, 16. Alice, as you get your hands on this portion of the chambered wall, you notice that it's actually cut a thin layer of stone and dirt matted together by some like roots keeping it together, right? Um, so shallow that no mushroom or fungus could take root and grow on this section of the wall, but maybe weak enough where you could push through it, if there was a large, strong force, if only Helen was here, uh, to knock down this section of the chamber wall. Um, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think we might need Helen or I, I, okay, I'm not, 
I'm not super strong. I don't know if I can push through this. We need something that that could. Um, I I have a crazy idea. Um, do do you do you are, do you trust me? Are, are you gonna try to get that giant beast to go hit the wall? You say that like it's a silly idea. <laughs> but do we have a better one? And I think we'll quickly switch over to the other half of the group before we play out those events. Helen, Dante, Shifra, and Sith the Cat. We make our way up the scaffolding, the three-tiered scaffolding that was shivering cold, if you recall. So cold that snow was dropping from the top of the shaft of that chamber. We make our way out onto this platform of the stone bridge where magma and ice water are coming together to cause this mist, this fog, this obscuring substance to block off your vision of what lies ahead. Magma currently flows closer on this side of the bridge um, ice water closer to the other half of the bridge, and then they merge in the center here. What would we like to do? Well, I don't think we should run blindly into the mist. But what do I know? <laughs> <clears throat> um. Uh, I I don't I don't know maybe. Uh, the only thing I got is fire and or ice. I can maybe try and freeze the mist or maybe apply more heat, make the mist go away. That's that's about all I got. I'll uh, I'll pull out the map just to check and see if this place is on here. If that gives us any sort of orientation as to where we should be looking to go. Of course, Shifra, you pull the map out. Um, maybe even asking Dante to take a look too, since he can um, read the Dwarvish that's that's written on it. And you see that this bridge is noted on the map. In fact, it's probably directly in the center of the map. All the other chambers and mining halls and that sort of thing branch out from this bridge. Um, Dante would tell you that the bridge on the map is actually called... Room 20, the Foggy Bridge in Dorvish, probably uh, accurately named here. Um, when studying the map a little further, you can see that there is a large built-out chamber at the opposite end, a long hallway with, you know, massive rows of columns, polished stone floor and ceiling. Um, and then past that, there's, a, there's actually a large staircase. Um, past that staircase, there's a few other rooms that aren't clearly labeled on the map. And then past those rooms, you would notice the um, City of the Dead Do Not Enter room is is over there. Uh, yeah, so if you look at the map right Big here... smile from Helen saying that. <laughs> you look at the map right here, uh, it says um, Tumfuder, which in Dorvis just means, I mean, obviously, Foggy Bridge. They... They don't, they're not the best at making subjective <laughs> names for things, so. Uh, and then, more importantly, 
not the city of the dead. A little bit after that, you could see right there. They, they did put dwarvish skulls on there, so didn't have to translate too hard. All right. And Shifra, from your um, from last session, you think you made a survival navigation check to try to pinpoint where um, mm-hmm. um, uh, Talith and Genevieve might be. And based on what you're looking at now, you think between that staircase and the city of the dead might be where the other half of the group is. Okay. All right. Does this map say anything about uh, the how well the bridge would hold up over time? Um, I would say the map wouldn't specify how well it was constructed, um, but Dante, with your knowledge and history of dwarven construction, would know that they are they're proud and capable, you know, contractors and builders. Um, their their structures withstand the test of time. Yeah, I mean, at I least in other bridge, realms, the bridge looks pretty stable. If you look at those, you know. Those um, critical points right there. It looks like they use a little bit of dwarfenite, is what they call that, right? In these <laughs> places. So I think it's a little bit strong there. Okay. <laughs> so do you just want to head across, or do you think we should clear the fog first? I mean, I could just give it a world. The the uh, the uh, let me think that that little frost thing that I do from time to time that doesn't take much out of me. So I can I can right. give it a. Give it a little go. We'll see what happens here. Okay. Um, I'd throw a rock on the bridge, but last time I got in trouble. They didn't like that. No, they did not. Yeah, not throwing rocks at this bridge over lava today, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better the rock than us, but all right, you, you do your thing. Uh, right, Wes, uh, Helen says that um, I'm going to take my cane and wand and you're just going to see me do a swirl over my cane and then point my cane towards it, and you're going to see a... Um, it is not called a World of Warcraft spell, but is a Ray of Frost, a new Ray of Frost, towards the center of that bridge, Absolutely. trying to cut through the, the mist. As a, your, your arcane Ray of Frost impacts the mist, it briefly illuminates it, you know, a, a stark, icy blue. You all see inside the mist as it's illuminated several several silhouettes of short stout humanoid creatures just swaying left to right inside the cloud as the mist regains its sort of white grayish opaque color you all hear the sounds of synchronized moans coming from the depths of the mist. And from the clouds walk... Knockers. Knockers. Who could have possibly guessed that? Zombies. Taking on the appearance of dwarves with weapons in hand, they move to fight. Roll initiative. Oof. Uh, initiative. 19. 17. 11. Ellen, Shifra, Zombies, Dante, and Sith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Meow. 
Um, very good. Two shrambling dwarvish zombies come slinking out of the mist. Weapons in hand, they're focused on the party. Helen, you are up first. Shifra, you are on deck. What are we doing, Helen? Uh, how far are they from us? They are 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet away from you. All right. Um, well, I'm going to close that distance. Um, I'm going to move 20 feet forward uh, so I can leave 10 feet of space in between us. And then I want to attack the one on uh, the left with my whip. Well, 5, 10, 15, 20, could see about there. Yeah. What's the reach on the whip? Potentially. What's the reach on the weapon? 10 feet. 10 feet? Um, yep. You'll need to get one square closer. Okay. Do I have that movement? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you then know yes. what, 30 feet of movement? Yes. You move 25, bring the whip, make your attack roll. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. 19 hits the creature. Beautiful. That is splendid. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Uh, you lash across the creature's chest. Um, the leathery armor rotted, splits apart easily, revealing the pale, um, loose flesh of the creature. Um, and then I'm just gonna try to knock him off the bridge with a big old hammer swing. <laughs> nice, yeah, you can take one more step forward, Fantastic. swing your hammer. Will a 17 hit? Sure does. Great. Uh, and I am gonna roll for damage. That is... 14 points of damage. Whoo, mama mia. It doesn't quite kill it, but it's gonna make an athletics check to try to stay standing on the bridge. You hear a loud four from Helen as the creature flings from the stone walkway, landing in the magma, and with a puff of smoke, boof, is consumed in the lava. Excellent turn. Anything else, Helen? I turn around to the party and I say, come and get them, boys. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Shifra, you're up, then the zombies. All right. I, seeing, seeing the success of Helen's plan here, um, let's see, I want to cast a gust toward one of these with the same motive to just blow it off the side of the bridge and into the lava. Absolutely. So, What's the range on Gust? The range is 30 feet, so I'd move close enough to make that happen. Absolutely. It'll be a little tricky. Um, you'll have to get on a, a good angle here. 5, okay. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 gives you some sort of angled line to, to Gust them okay. off. All right. And so I will do that. I'll swirl the air around and push it out from me. And let's see. I don't think I have to roll for the attack, right? It just—it probably has to make some sort of make check. A strength save. Yeah. Okay. So it has to make a strength saving throw. 
What's your um, spell save, DC? It, it says it's a 15. Excellent. Save. You draw on the hot, humid air from the river of lava, um, pushing it in a strong gasp towards the undead creature. And it fails its saving throw as you push it clean off the bridge. <sighs> you hear as the zombie hits the map. Awesome. Anything else? Um, I, let's see. I think I will, I, I'm going to go ahead and do my bonus action magic stone just mm. to go ahead and imbue the stones with the magic and ready them should I need to use them next time. Sure. And Gus was a cantrip, right? Yes. Awesome. Excellent. Very good. As the cloud takes its turn with the zombies, you hear more moaning coming from the center of the bridge as more dwarvish zombies walk out of the cloud, this time doubling their numbers. Yikes. Helen might be somewhat startled as four zombies walk out of the cloud. I say somewhat, okay. I've never been startled in my life. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Helen, you are not startled by any means necessary of four zombies. You're like, four? Why not six? Um, as they make attack rolls against you. Um, each of them have a hammer in their hand as two swings against Helen commence. The first one hits Helen, and the second one hits you as well, the old one, two, buckle my shoe. Wow, first attack is 10 points of bludgeoning damage, and the second is six points of bludgeoning damage. I'm okay. <laughs> uh, very good. They stay there on the bridge. Dante, you're up, then Sith. Yep. Uh, lots of plan plans have been formulated and changing because of positioning, but and more or more peoples. Um, I think the wisest thing I might be able to. Mm, it's not so wise anymore. Oh, let me see. Doop, 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 doop. What am I? What am I? You know, wizards, wizards are, you always try and plan ahead as a wizard. It doesn't help. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, folks. I know it. Um. All right. There's no point. Okay. So I'm going to uh, follow me here, Joe, from our uh, orientation. I'm going to tell you to move Dante in a specific way. So three tiles north. One, two, three. One tile west. And then one tile south. So I'm on the pedestal. Yes, yeah, a little fancy footwork, but you managed yeah, yeah, to get yeah. up there. Cool. I figured I can make that. I'm not, you know, Dante's not most athletic person, but it's generally just like steps. Yeah, if you wanted to take the short way, an athletics check would have been necessary. But since you took the sort of up and around way, it's mm -hmm. fair game. Cool, cool, cool. And then I will, I just can't, there's not, there's not much here for me to do. So I will do the thing that I will normally do. 
Um, I guess I could do this. This could actually be helpful. What you got? If you need to talk with the group too, you're welcome to. <clears throat> All right, I have two choices now as my 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 uh, as plans to formulate. Well, three. Um, I was gonna. Oh, I couldn't even make that movement. The first option doesn't work because I was gonna go up and touch Helen so that Helen could breathe fire or ice or oh. lightning or. <laughs> I, I can't make that. it to you. I can't make it to you next turn. I couldn't, I, I couldn't have made it to you with the movement. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, and my other choice is I can make a minor illusion of another Helen next to you because, you know, maybe they'll get confused. Second is just what I did earlier was just a frost, uh, a ray of frost. So, um, what do you I think? think? I don't think Helen's too beat up right now, unless I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I'm all right. But yeah. I, I'm going to ray of frost, uh, because uh she is dealing with both of them in front of her i'm gonna try and ray of frost the one that's uh um how do i say this it's on the left side but the second one yep past that you. i'm with yeah. you in the back row of the creatures yep yep so i'm gonna ray of frost that excellent so i'm going to roll for this so let me get here draw up cold air from the frozen river just beyond and redirect it with arcane might uh yes i will do that and uh does a 12 hit a 12 hits the undead creature sweet and i will roll my dice do, 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 do. nothing like rolling dice on a friday nothing like rolling black oak workshop dice on a friday am oh. i right I should have been doing that because I just rolled uh, one with D and D Beyond. Thanks, D and D Beyond. <laughs> Not a sponsor, D and D Beyond. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So one point of frost damage, um, and then, and the one. movement speed is hindered, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For they can only move ten feet around right. now. Um. Okay. Well, I guess that's uh, that. I will. Uh, I'm done with my turn. That is a very Michael move. Keep it going, folks. Very good. Sith the cat takes its turn as he oh so casually walks up the bridge. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Taking the angle there. Um, Sith speaks to you, Shifra, um, in its language of the fairies and says, oh, I see we've decided to take the rough way through the bridge, yes? What's the other way? Well, if you don't want to deal with the ab heretics, we could take the secret path underneath the bridge, wow. of course. Though I'd be more than happy to join the fight if you have spare food. We have spare food. You just said you never left that other room. How was I supposed to know you knew a secret path? Oh, well, there's many things I know that you don't know that I know of course. But dealing with the abheretics is quite easy if you know how, of course. Well, which do you want to tell me? Do you want to tell me about the secret path, or do you want to tell me how to deal with with these little fellows right here? Uh, I don't know. It depends on how much food you have with you, of course. Oh my gosh, Helen has lots of food. Well, where is it? We're in the middle of a battle. Yep. 
Okay, fine. If you promise to give me twice the food you normally give me in, in, in a ration, I'll tell you how to defeat these vile creatures. Okay, I'll give you two treats next time. Mm, wonderful. You see, the ab heretics are undead fairy dwarves slain by Queen Mab's guard. They hunger for magic and seek vengeance from those who killed them. Simply placing their bodies face down on the ground will render them useless. What? Yes. Pacing their bodies face down on the ground renders them useless. Common knowledge to fairy folk, of course. Oh, so common. Okay. So I will shout out to Helen and Dante. This cat here tells me that we just have to put these fools on their face and they can't do anything. You that is try sort that? of what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ration cat isn't really helping. It's not. Excellent point. So I'll walk forward and just take one and gently lay it down on its face. Gingerly. <laughs> You'll have to wait till your turn, of course. Okay. Uh, but that I'll is do that. coming up. Um, Sith the cat ends its turn, sitting down on the ground, patiently waiting for some food. Um, Helen, you're up, then Shifra. Um... Okay, so now that there's two two new zombies in front of me, Correct. I would like to, them. if possible, get in between them and try to push them both off the bridge. Sure. Um, go ahead and make two athletics checks. Throw them at me one at a time. Gosh, dang um, it. You did it. You're good, probably. Athletics. Yeah, well, the first one's a 22. You got them. And the second one is a... 14. You want to give me the flavor on both? Um, yeah. I, I step in the middle of the two of them and I go, goodbye. And I push them off the bridge at the same time. <laughs> Wilhelm, as they hit the uh, lava river and ice river on either side, mist springs up from the rivers as two more zombie golems go down. See that ration cat? You can put them face down in lava too. Works just as great. I think that might even work better. I think so too. Dante, as you hear it like meow at you, uh, Shifra, of course, you hear it say, well, you know, there are many other ways to defeat them too. This is just what works best and easiest when you're a small creature like me. Gosh. Meow, 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 meow. Anything else, Helen? Um. Can can I do anything else? I guess um, I so just... we'll say that was an attack to shove both of them off. Um, if you want to move anymore or have any other actions to take, you're welcome to it. Um, then no, I think that ends my turn. Very good. Shifra, then the zombies. I will walk up to one, giving the cat kind of like a mean look over my shoulder. I'm going to walk up to one of these zombies and say, hey, little buddy, come with me. It's time for your little nap and just lay it down. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you using the powers of persuasion? I'm using the powers of knowing what I'm doing. 
<laughs> sure, well, it's not gonna lay down willingly. So if you're trying to like persuade it to lay down, they, these are fairy dwarves, undead fairy dwarves, as you've learned. So maybe mm -hmm. speaking to them in a language they once knew could convince them, or are you yes. trying to like grab them and lay them down? No, I'm being very gentle. I will, I will speak to them in the language of the fairies and sure. say, come, come, the people you're looking for are this way. Make a persuasion check. Brit. Oh! Yeah, as uh, you don't even have to get any closer, you just like talk to the creature as it walks past Helen. Uh, Helen probably anxious for an attack of opportunity, but Shifra, you like, you know, let her know you've got control of the situation. Uh, you help guide the zombie fairy dwarf onto the ground, laying on its stomach, face down in the stone, as it just like lays there, sort of moans, and then just turns to dust. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Look at that, ration cat. Well, I'm not doing that. Me neither. You don't have to. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't certainly don't have to. <laughs> uh, very good. Anything else, Shifra, you want to do on your turn? Uh, unless I can go ahead and put the other one to sleep, then I think that's it for me. Excellent. The other one will take its turn, not shoved off the bridge, not convinced to lay down on its face, uh, totally ready to take a hammer swing at Helen. Uh, Surprise, surprise. It swings and misses you, Helen, with a 12 to hit as you quickly roll out of the way, like kind of like twirling to one side, perhaps. Um, and that'll be the creature's turn. Dante, you're up, then Sith the cat. All right. Um, let's see. I am, I mean, I'm just going to do the same. Uh, actually, can I, I don't know if, if this is going to take an action uh can i peer into the fog to see if there's any more because they did double up i'm trying to see if they're trying to quadruple up or Make a up, check. or you know what's, <laughs> what's 16 i forgot 16 i knew it at some point anyway um it's okay i will literally never ask you so okay fine. all right uh let me roll here someone in chat's gonna be like i know what it is i'm a math genius um <laughs> Let's see. Perception is a 13. A 13? As you peer into the mist, it's it's quite hard to see through, but your vantage point does give you a, a, a good enough angle. Um, you don't see any more silhouettes um, as of now, Charging maybe another ray of frost into the cloud would reveal any more silhouettes like it did before. Um, sort of up to you if you want to get that in depth with the confirmation. All right. Uh, yeah, the ladies are doing great. So information is, is probably what's needed. So um, I'm going to... Um, yeah, no attack roll necessary if you just want to dump a ray of frost into the cloud. Yeah, I'm going to send a dump a ray of frost into the, 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 the fog. Absolutely. And as it illuminates with the icy blue arcane tone, you see no more silhouettes in the mist. I would say you would see one, though, on the far side of the bridge past the mist at the threshold on the opposite end. 
All right, uh, I'm gonna yell out. All right, ladies, doesn't seem to be any more on that bridge, but at the very tail end of it, there's one more line in wait. So you finish that one off and we can we can get going and maybe find the others. Good. All right. Uh, and y'all are doing great. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> Thank you. More Wonderful. useful than Ration Cat. I still stand by it. <laughs> uh, as Sith takes its turn, it walks past you, Chifra, behind Helen, and starts scratching Helen at the back of her leg. Meow. Meow, and Shifra, you here. Um, your friend promised me more food for the information I gave a moment ago. I'll say, Helen, it wants two treats this time. It's lucky I don't kick it off the bridge into the lava, but okay. I hear ya. <laughs> and that'll end Sith's turn. Helen, you're up then, Shifra. If it takes an action to feed this cat, I'm not feeding this cat. <laughs> it would take time to turn around, pull food out of your pouch, and feed it to the cat. Yeah, too bad. Um, <laughs> I'm going to attempt to whack this boy off of the uh, bridge with my hammer. Love to see it. Classic Helen. Um, 23 to hit. Hey. A clean hit. Roll yeah. damage, please. Um, I'm rolling the wrong damage die. <coughs> How many sides? That many sides. Uh, that's six points of damage. Six points of damage. Uh, you don't hit it incredibly hard, but it will have to make an athletics check um, exceeding the damage that you rolled to stay on the bridge. And it does so. You do harm it, but it manages to stay on its feet. The damn cat. Blend <laughs> the cat. Meow, meow. Uh, anything else, Helen? I assume I can't feed the cat. <laughs> Fortunately not, and it will keep meowing until you do. Then I, my turn is over. <laughs> Wonderful. Shifra, you're up, then the zombies. All right, I will, um, I will just walk up and, and gust that one off the side as well. Of course, yeah, you stand next to Sif behind Helen. Uh, you hear Sith go, can you please tell your friends to fork over the food? Say, but of course, that's what I'm doing right this moment. And then I will do Gust. Excellent. Um, I would say Helen would be in the line of sight for Gust, but since it's a, mm -hmm. it's a cantrip and Helen is quite strong, um, she, can, she can stay hold steady from the Gust. Okay. Um, we'll have the creature make a strength saving throw, correct? Yes, 15. 15, wonderful. The creature rolls and dives off the side of the bridge into the roaring waters of ice, fire, and out of combat. You all just hear, meow, meow. Uh, will someone do something about that cat before more of these... I don't know, Sandman dust dwarves come over <laughs> and mess about. Do we have the time? I mean, 
I don't know. I, I thought you could maybe feed it as we move. Um, but yeah, we should keep moving. That's, that's probably a good idea. Sith the cat looks up at you, Shifra, and says, well, if we're moving without giving me food, I'm sure you're going to want to know how to get through the mist, yes? I'll turn around and look at Helen and Dante and say, look, listen, okay, don't shoot the messenger. This cat knows an easy way, a secret way, like under this bridge or something where we could avoid these abheretics, as he calls them. Um, but all he right, already all right. charged- This is already taking too much time. I it's know, fine, he already fine. charged me two treats to, to know how to lay these people down. And fine. so he's <laughs> gonna want food more out. food. I take the food out of the bag and I just yeet it at the cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it hits the cat and as one like, you know, ration almost rolls over the side of the bridge, it quickly like catches it and, and eats both treats. Um, you all sort of wait impatiently as it scarfs it down. It looks up at you once more, Shifra, and it says, well, yes, of course, there is a hidden path underneath the bridge that would be a tad treacherous with such large people to cross, but there is a simple way through the mist, of course, now that the creatures have been disposed of. And what's that? Well... Well, don't you know, of course, you just simply have to not believe the mist is there. And it's as if the cat says that and then trots off into the mist. And out of sight. What, what, what is it doing? So I turn around and look at you both and I have an extremely exasperated look on my face. <laughs> According to the fairy cat, we simply have to not believe the mist is there, and we can walk through it. What? I, I hate this cat, and I hate this place. You know. This... Look, Dante, it's like the opposite of an illusion. You do illusions, right? Yes. Now that okay, you know, so just have right. a negative illusion. It will take wisdom saving throws from each of you to truly believe the mist is not there to pass through on that. Yes, Dante. Can I have advantage because I'm an illusionist? Absolutely, yeah. Honestly, Shifa, explaining it that way is like the smartest way I've ever heard it. If you don't already have a point of inspiration, I think you should take one. Well, thank you. I will use that to reroll my wisdom save. (laughs) (laughs) Just in time. And then, yes, Dante, you can take advantage uh, since you uh, are reverse engineering the illusion. You Uh, said it's a wisdom saving throw? Yes, please. Okay, 18. 18 saves. 17. 17 saves. Seven does not. Um, Dante, Shifra, um, how do you, within your own, you know, minds, your own logic, break down the mist and not believe that it's there? Um, I guess for Dante, because Dante read it in the, the, the map and, uh, has read it on the map and has seen it uh, in Dante's mind as an illusionist. He's, he basically in his head says like, this is just kind of illusion 102, not 101, 102, because it's like <laughs> negative illusions and being, you know, massaged into the illusion. Um, so because it was 
put forth before they got there. Don's like, oh, this is this is one of those illusions where you expect it to be there and it's actually not there. And once I kind of like close my eyes and kind of backtrack my thoughts of like dwarves are lying. Also, this cat's the worst. And Neverland is making me feel some type of way. Open my eyes and the mist is no longer there. That's exactly what happens. Shifra, what about from you? Being a, a druid and a person who can change shape, I would just imagine, I'll close my eyes and sort of imagine like almost like zooming in on the mist so that it becomes so like dissipated and so like faded into the molecules around it. Like just kind of imagine it like morphing into the air and spreading out a little bit and just kind of like changing into the air. Absolutely. And the mist vanishes from your perception. Though, unfortunately, Helen, it does not for you. I do not understand. The mist is there. <laughs> I, I, the, it's there. I can see it. It's there. I don't get magic. I don't understand. The mist is there. I know, Helen. Just, just trust me on this one. Remember how there's certain illusions I can make the whole studio see, and then sometimes you can see through it, and then you point at the other people and laugh at them? I'm not yeah, saying anyone's I laughing at you, <laughs> but that's what's happening. So you just got to trust us on this one, I think. I like, I'm like pawing at the mist. Like, yeah. I, and as you, as you do, it like wisps and moves and is, is quite visible and real. To you. I, Dante, I don't know. It, it really is moving with me. It, it really does. Are you guys messing with me? No, uh, one second here. I might be able to help just a little in a, in a super weird way. Um, so what I'm going to do is... Yeah. Do I have... I'm going to burn a spell uh, just so that, uh, you know, it's RP. We're burning spells. Um, I'm going to use silent image to show the image of what I see, essentially, uh, so that Helen can see that. But it's only 15 feet, like, right at the edge. I... Like, she'll still see some of the mist at the beginning because I'm trying to get a, the biggest portion sure. of, of mist um, right after, like, the little wisp. Because, like, on the map, it looks like there's some in a five-foot cube, which I don't care about. I got but, like, the biggest portion I can get after that. Of course, so, yeah. As you, yeah. you know, use illusion on top of what might be an illusion to help give uh, Helen the right perspective on this. Miss Helen, why don't you re-roll your wisdom saving throw to see if Dante's guidance... Uh, and roll with advantage... Uh, since Dante is using a, a more powerful spell. Um, ten. Unfortunately, even with the aid of Dante's magic, the mist is very real to you, Helen, and at this point, you'll have to walk through it. Uh, does she still get just the cube part? Like, all of it's not gone, but at least, at least the cube part good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm 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 just going to walk through it now. Yeah, it's, uh, it is one of those negative is a negative now it becomes a positive just it's still it's really not that there. was not helpful i'm just going to walk through the mist sure yeah <laughs> it's just mist shifra and dante you passed through the bridge since there is actually no mist there from either of your perceptions helen's still believing in the mist you'll have to pass through a portion of it and unfortunately We'll need to roll a D100. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. But also, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love to roll this baby. Um, 
36. Okay, 36. Whenever you come into a hallway or corridor, Helen, you will be compelled to sprint at full speed down the hallway or corridor. <laughs> as the mist curses you with this flaw. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not entirely out of character. So great. <laughs> Helen, Helen, are you okay? Your, your leg looks a little bouncy. Um, I'm all right. I think. Uh, that was fine. Do I know I'm cursed? <laughs> or is this just gonna happen? <laughs> I would say that you might feel a little funky, but you wouldn't know, like, what the feature of the curse is. Maybe, like, a little off, you know what I mean? Or, like, loose, or, you know? I think I got some, some mist in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as you all clear the mist, making your way into the opposite side of the bridge, you now see another creature standing, you know, a good 50 feet away uh, where the bridge meets its end. This creature is very different than the zombie dwarves you just encountered. It's quite large, um, it's probably standing a good 10 feet tall. The bulk of its body is this round, blurry, furry blob of black hair. Coming from the bottom of the mass is a single leg. Coming from the center of the mass is a single arm, a muscular arm. And coming from the top of the hairy mass, you see a large, flat, wart-covered nose, a single eye glowing white as it like looks up at you all. And we're going to take a quick turn back over to Genevieve and Alan. Genevieve and Talith, we left off with Talith's grand idea of getting this large mantis gone mad to ram into the wall. What are we thinking? Good idea, bad idea, good idea, bad idea. What do you, what, what, what do you think? I think it's a mixture of both. I know what you're doing. Just try not to get hit, okay? Yeah, no, I'm very, I'm very, um, if you were to know my backstory, you'd know that I'm very lucky. Uh, and so... That's good for me. Probably. Uh, let's try. <clears throat> uh, hey, 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 you, you, you thing. Woo. I'm over here by the wall and you can't, you can't get me. <clears throat> you, can, you can't get me. Make a performance check. Oh, okay. That's a thing I can roll. I tried natural 20. Oh my God. No one ever uses it. So I always try to use it for situations like this. Yeah. Talith. I mean, you, you, you get, it's not like extravagant. If you don't want it, 23, to be, definitely captivate the giant mantises attention. And it quickly turns around. Um, Genevieve, you would see a large puff, a pume of spores and seeds um, jut into the air as the mantis like quickly draws its attention to Talith. Talith, that nat 20 makes you more than prepared for what's about to happen as the mantis like rears back with its scythe-like pincers and charges forward at you. What are you doing to get out of the way? 
um, at the just at the last second, I'm gonna throw throw my body to the side and just like tuck and roll, um, you know, like Ninja Warrior style on the, on the ground. With an acrobatics check? Well, I would say uh, saving myself from it dexterously. Like acrobatics? Sure. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. Uh, but then I feel that wellspring of luck burn up inside of me, knowing that even with a bad roll, perhaps things can be okay. And I turn uh, an eight into an 18. Mama yes, 18. Drama. That's what we like to hear. Um, if your 18 is higher than the Mantis's blade arms attack, you will evade the creature. And it rolls a 16. Okay. You roll out of the way decisively and nimbly as the giant Mantis thuds into the wall. Wow, that worked out pretty good. <laughs> Just like you um, planned it. Right? It quickly turns around looking for you. Talith, are you hiding? Are you running? Yeah, I, th I think that was my thinking. Like, like dive and roll out of the way and then, like, get behind the glowy, uh, orby sphere thing in the middle. Sure. Yeah, the, like, the mushroom monarch of the chamber. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make a, uh, a stealth check. Okay. Against the creature's perception. Okay, that is a 14. Let me know if I fail that, because I can do things. It would be a success, as the creature rolls an 8. Nice. The giant mantis slowly walks back into the chamber to about here. Eventually, it forgets could, what it was doing. Could I have... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like I, like, I got caught up in the moment. Could I have, like, after I dove, like, like telepath to Genevieve, like, hey, move up, move up, come up here with me to, so she could, like, run while its back was turned? Absolutely. Yeah, Genevieve, make a self-check yourself. Uh, the creature rolled awfully low since we know. Um, hopefully you can beat it out. Yeah, it's a 19. Excellent. Um, assuming moving stealthily means you can't quite dash. Uh, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, but it definitely gets you closer to Talith. The creature now starts picking large fungus and spores off the stone wall. It's back turned to both of you. Genevieve, you're behind the giant mushroom right now. What do we think, team? Uh, what do we, uh, do we, uh, I, I, I guess uh, we go through as soon as it's not looking? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and of course, using that connection rather yeah. than talking. Um, yeah, that, that works. If, why don't you go ahead? I'll follow. If it notices, I'll try to shrink it again. No, you, you should, you should really go first. You need to get out of here more than I do. You should, you should go first. Okay. We'll try that. And she'll start trying to sneak past. Absolutely. Genevieve, um, your uh, minor illusion tactic worked really well the first time you did it. If you like, you could cast another illusion to try to give yourself advantage on your stealth <laughs> by distracting the creature. Totally. I would, I would absolutely take that then. Um, what sensory effect would you like to call? 
Um, I want to try to imitate Talith's voice uh, back towards near the entrance. Excellent. Like he's like trying to whisper, but not whispering well. It will make a wisdom saving throw. And I'm sorry, what was your spell save DC again? It's 13. 13. And it fails on a seven. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the creature is distracted by your sensory effect, giving Talith and Genevieve advantage on their stealth rolls. Um, unless, Talith, you're staying where you are. Um, I would have just for a moment taken a brief glance at this. Is it actually glowing, like in this chamber, this mushroom thing? Um, no, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, it looks cool on screen. It uh, does. It's hard not to use the fun properties of the Dwarven Forge terrain. When it's it's, on, it's on true. What excellent, excellent potential Dwarven Forge can bring to your table. Um, I was just going to see if there's anything cool lying around. I've noticed, Talith has noticed it in Neverland, there seemed to be a lot of interesting natural resources. Um, so he's just kind of quickly seen if there were any glowing mushrooms around, but if there aren't, he's just going to get out of there. Absolutely. And quite frankly, you still have a good amount of like the spore seed on you. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to collect those, you could, after you take them out of the room. Sure. Uh, 23 on my stealth. Excellent. And Genevieve? Eleven? Eleven beats the creature's four. It's rolling really poorly on perception. Uh, Talith, you can clear the chamber here, no problem. Genevieve, you're a little farther away still. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Uh, I'll let you move a little farther than that since the creature is distracted. Genevieve, you will need one more stealth check to break through. Uh, we'll say mm-hmm. the, the creature is still distracted by your minor illusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, Talith or Genevieve, you'd like to do anything different this time, we would need one more stealth check. Um, I think we just gotta go. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. Excellent. Let's see it. Like me. That's a seven. Beats the creature's three. Oh, thank God. That minus one on wisdom, not that it was helping its low rolls anyway, uh, but Genevieve, you easily clear the chamber as well. A, another tight tunnel brings the group out, uh, uh, Genevieve and Talith, into a familiar looking chamber. Not one that you've been in, but a similar room that you've been to before. So one of those small, tight chambers where clearly iron is being mined. Um, This chamber is full of unused supplies, tools, and materials, Um, but both of you can see actually a healthy amount of iron ore still stashed in the walls. From what you've experienced before in these small chambers, this would be a fair place to take a short rest if you needed to. I think this might be a great place to take a short rest if you needed to. Um, I mean, I guess that sounds good. I think we're safe from whatever that thing was. The space that it had created, that opening, is yeah. is it enough to accommodate if that creature were to be trying to get through? Definitely not. Way too okay. small for the giant mantis to, to walk through. Okay. Um, and yeah, Genevieve of Talith, as you find a comfortable spot to take a short rest, I think... The group as a whole will take a quick rest as well uh, as we jump into a break for tonight's session. Um, Those of you that are watching in chat, 
Thank you for watching. We're gonna do our dice giveaway at this time too. Um, type hashtag mines, M-I-N-E-S, in the chat for your chance to win these super awesome Black Oak Workshop dice. This set actually has uh, cats uh, imprinted on it. I picked it specifically, look, there's one, because of Sith the Cat. Thematic. Awesome. We'll be right back. Welcome back from the break. Uh, quick congratulations to Kiwi Jammer in chat, the winner of our Black Oak Workshop Dice uh, giveaway. Kiwi Jammer, I believe we already got your email. I will be reaching out to you to ship you your brand new Sith the Cat themed Black Oak Workshop Dice coming your way. Awesome. Uh, and I think we should jump right back into the session. Um, Genevieve and um, Talith, uh, please go ahead and take a short rest on your characters, um, rolling any hit die, getting any abilities or spell slots that your character would get back, um, while I take the focus to Dante, Helen, and Shifra. We just cleared the mist that is real or not real, depending on who you ask. Um, as we make our way to the opposite end of the bridge, we see this large furball-like creature. And I'm going to swap to the official character art to show you the good stuff. Here it is. Oh. <laughs> it. Is that his nose? That is its nose. <laughs> Uh, the creature looks at all of you standing there, balancing perfectly on its one leg, its one arm holding a large wooden club with some kind of sharpened piece of iron protruding from it like a, like a large spike. Its large nose hanging in front of its large mouth and its large eye looks back on all of you, but does not speak. What would you like to do? I immediately look at Sith the cat and say, do you just lay this one down as well? <laughs> no, 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 no. I would be rather careful with how you approach this Fachan. Fachans are mysterious creatures. No one really knows where they came from. Their nicknames on the island are the one, for, as you can see, the creature has but one arm, one leg, one eye, one club, one nose, and so on. Mm -hmm. But I don't so know. So what do you recommend? I, I don't know. These creatures are quite mysterious, um, oftentimes not having many goals, but singular goals, and are quite difficult to speak to. You'll figure that out once you start talking to it. Did the cat tell you anything useful? Got nothing. No. I mean, I like this guy's style. That's a that's a pretty big club. Yeah, uh, maybe you could like bond over the club. The cat did say that they're hard to speak to, and they usually only have one goal in life. Um, so, I don't know. 
Has this creature seen us yet? It's looking right at you, like okay. dead pan <laughs> staring at you guys <laughs> at the group. I don't like how it's looking at me, just saying. I don't enjoy it either. Um, should we try to talk to it? I'm sure, sure. it can hear us. Did, did the cat tell you uh, what kind of language it speaks? I will ask Sif, what languages does this speak? Or does it only speak one? Um, oh, look at you. <laughs> Very entertaining. Um, it most likely speaks the common tongue. I haven't conversed with one myself, but as far as I'm or anyone else is aware, the origin of the creature is unknown, though definitely not fairy like us, as it sort of like, you know, licks its hand. Okay. And so I'll look back at you guys and say, Sith thinks that they speak common, so they probably hear everything we're saying about it right now. Hello. I wave. Hi. Uh, oh. Um, I I love the, the club you're rocking. Real big. Real big club. Strong. Yes. Can can we pass by? Pass. Yes or no? No. Oh, ah, there we go. <laughs> okay, okay. Hmm. I think you can only say one word at a time. Yep. Okay. Uh, Same. Yep, that's what I was I'm too. I'm no brain wizard, but <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new prestige class? I haven't heard of it. <laughs> hmm. Uh, why? Lost. What? Oh, no. We, we have a map. We know exactly where we're going. Are you lost? No. Oh. Okay. It. 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 Make, the a, cat? make an insight check, Shifra, as it says it. That would be a 25. You feel, uh, it says, you know, lost, it. It, it references, like, it, that itself isn't lost, but it is lost. Um, you notice that it's it's looking down at, like, it, the base of the creature. Like, like it's, like, kind of looking down or around it. Like, it mm -hmm. drops something almost. Like, okay. lost something. Okay. Uh, you're, you're looking for something. Yes. Uh... What? It looks down. It looks at you, Helen, and it says, Shadow. Do I notice if this creature has a shadow? You notice that this creature does not have a shadow. Uh, uh, big, big, creepy shadow monster came and ate your shadow, yes? Yes. Okay, obviously me too. Yoo-hoo, nothing there. Um, I also would like to find mine. Um, maybe we could help each other? Yes. Okay. Um, first we, we do need to get through, uh, because we have to find our friends who could maybe also help, uh, if, if you want our help. Make a persuasion check, Helen. 
And roll with advantage. It seems a little more keen to talk to you since you are also shadowless. De-shadowed, as it were. Um, persuasion. Mm. <laughs> 12. Yes. Okay. Um, we are gonna go and then we'll come back this way and, uh, we can figure it out. Go. I look at... No? Go. Go, go. Thank go, you. Go, Thank okay. go. Okay. We're going. We're going, everyone. <laughs> and um, as you before, trench... Sorry, before go ahead. We, yeah, before we go, I'm going to get my book out. Um, just because, you know, we're about keeping our promises. What's your name? So I could write you down on my book so that when we do figure out how to get shadows back, we make sure you get your shadow back. You ask its name and it just stares at you with its beating eye. All right. Uh, I'm going to call you... Uh, I'm going to call you Out of Sight. Uh, and so I'm just going to... Out of for short. Yeah. So I'm going to put Out of Sight and put a little underline on that. Uh, I'll just call you Otto. How's that work for you? Otto. Cool. All right. Well, we'll be back at some point to help you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Again, really, really love the club. Excellent. It's, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and, and as, yeah, the three of you plus Sith the cat pass it, it doesn't like get out of your way so you kind of have to like awkwardly walk like under it around it brushing your body up against it's just hairy you know spherical mass <laughs> yeah. okay sure okay. On his tummy. <laughs> and it sort of like hops and like watches you it like hops to turn around you know and watches you as you cross the bridge and make your way into this long elaborate detailed hallway. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, as you walk past uh, Dante, I would presume maybe you're the last one to pass. Correct. Um, Ada says something to you, Dante, and it says, wind. Oh, uh, it's windy going forward, like there's going to be lots of air. Make a perception check, Dante. Just running straight into the wind. <laughs> um, a natural Michael. A natural Michael. Oh boy. Yeah, that's what you get. Yep, sir. <laughs> that's that's all I can tell you. Uh, very good. Uh, we're going to switch over to Shifra and uh, sorry to Genevieve and Talith. Uh, as the other half of the group makes their way to this long hallway. Get ready, Helen. Um, Genevieve and Talith, um, have we finished our short rest? Yes. Anything specific we want to do in the downtime in this active mining chamber? Hey, I I, I know that uh, I know I can get really... Um you know, uh, caught up in whatever's going on and, and you know what, it's on me that I didn't realize you were so beat up and like, I'm really sorry. Cause I should have said something before we went into that room. Uh, oh, you're, you're fine. You're well, fine, no, 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 no. Like, I know, I know, I know you say that, um, you, you, uh, but you, you were like really jacked up. And so like, 
like, I'm sorry. I'm just going to try and pay better attention. Um, Cause yeah, we should never, we should have never walked in there. That was, I mean, I don't know where we would have walked, but it shouldn't have been in there. So, you know, but you get, but you got to say something too. Like, like when you're that, like, you know, I know when I need to speak up, Tala. I didn't need to yet. Okay. Well, I'm sorry for telling you to speak up. It's okay. Okay. It's fine. Um, this is just a lot of weird stuff, and I feel like we need to stay focused. And if I had said something, like you said, I, I don't mean any offense by it, but I don't want you to lose focus on what we're supposed to be doing right now. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I could I could try and talk to uh, to Dante uh, again. Um, I think I think I'm still. still Yeah, uh, it's weird. Sometimes it lasts for like a long time. Sometimes it lasts for like a short time, and I can usually kind of tell. Like, like for us, it'll last for like a little bit longer, but for him, it's gonna it's gonna be. We still got like a couple hours. Um, So, uh, Don Dante Dante, what's the range on that again? A couple miles? Oh, like a a ridiculous kind of range. Old. Um. Okay, a mile, one mile, but that's still a pretty. Still no connection to them. Well, uh, I guess it's a big mine, or maybe they're outside waiting for us. Um. But uh, are, 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 are you going to keep going? Keep going? Yeah, I don't really see enough another option for us we just stay here until we die i mean make home next to the giant mantis you know it seemed nice it seemed like it really had you know like we could have talked about something mushrooms probably tried i mean definitely nicer than some neighbors i've had so there well uh, i point to the one i said there's one door in here right another way out yep just one shall we absolutely that sounds good. I'm Genevieve good. Genevieve and Talith, as you make your way to the opposite entrance. Ooh, is there a small piece of iron I could pick up? Like just like a like a like a hand yeah, size. Like if you I wanted to go over to the wall, even take you know a, a loose tool or one of your weapons and just pry out um, a bit of iron ore. Yeah, I just want kind of like a like a something I could hold if I have to like punch something, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Easy. Okay. Cool. Wonderful. Uh, as you make your way into this next tunnel-like chamber, you look down as it um, uh, goes you know, down in, in um, topography. Um, it's a short tunnel that looks like it bottoms out into another tar-filled room. As you both reluctantly take steps into the tunnel, you're caught off guard as more knocker lights start to appear in the tunnel these green wispy soul-like creatures you know what's about to happen as you hear the lights knock against the tunnel walls as the tunnel boom 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 starts to shift boom 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 moves around for quite some time actually removing the site of the tar-filled tomb as it settles dust fills the hallway as you now look into a well-built stone chamber, polished marble floor, 
uh, was what, what meets the threshold of stone, earthy tunnel. You can see two large pedestals from where you are with statues on top of them. And as it sets in, Dante, you hear Talith speaking in your head. Talith, you feel a connection to Dante. Dante, Dante, Dante. Because I've just kind of been singing it absentmindedly as we walk. Dante, 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 Dante. Can you hear me? We're in the mind. Dante, Dante. Dante, 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 Dante. Fuck, what? Dante? Mm-hmm. Hey, I've got him. I've got him on the... I can't... I don't think I can merge calls. Um, hey, uh, don't don't go anywhere. Where are you, Dante? Are you here? Are you in the mine? Are you nearby? Where are you? How far away are you? How about you slow down? Are you Always safe? say that. Because if you just stand still and I stand still, I imagine the spell just works in a way. Or not yeah. spell. Whatever you got going on there. It's a, it's a I, I, I magnify the psionic imageries that come from your brain into particular wavelengths. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Are you Genevieve okay, huh? Oh yeah, no, we're fine. She was fucked up, but she's okay now. We have rested. Um, we are so lost, man. Where are y'all okay? Where language. are you? What? You're screaming the f word in my head. I don't. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm used to. I've been on uh, ships a, a lot. That's a it's a thing. It's how we. Um, it's it's, she's so gosh darn hurt, but now she's flinging flinging yeah, better. You know. That's good to hear. That's good. Um, and I'm just gonna say, well. I can't say anything, and I'm standing still while Helen is charging off a probably apparently. <laughs> We're not quite We're yet at the, the hallway. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in between the bridge <laughs> and the, the hallway. Uh, I'm just gonna stay real quickly. Uh, uh, Shiva, Helen, I got, I got Andrew on the, uh, the mantles. <gasps> oh, okay. So what does that mean? It means, uh, oh. I'm Helen. Nope, not, hey. nope, nope, nope. She actually, she actually works. still does. Uh, uh, Helen, you are still connected with me because I connected with you and Dante. Oh, that's sure. Yeah. Dad, before we came. Uh, Dante, uh, Helen's talking to me too, and she seemed really pit, uh, upset uh, when I talked to her earlier. Oh my so God, I, you're alive. This is wonderful. <laughs> do do I believe her? Does she sound serious? Like Talith is genuinely worried that Helen like really doesn't like him now. I think you would take it how you would take it as Helen just said it. Okay. Is Genevieve okay? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, yep, yep, I'm I talking to... potions, it's amazing. Uh, we, we don't have any of those. Um, yeah, they're apparently very hard to find here. Oh, no, I, I found two. And uh, you, if you guys are in bad shape, they got your names on it. <laughs> well, I think we're doing okay now and we have raisins, but uh, anyway, hold on. I was talking to Dante. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, Don, uh, yeah, where, where do you know how to? Uh, do you have a map? Yeah, we do. We actually, uh, this is Dorvish map. Luckily, I can read it. Uh, oh, cool. Me Shivra. too. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Shiva is, um, well, Shiva is the one who's really leading us. I'm just interpreting. Um, so, uh, well, one second. Uh, I guess I'm going to coordinate with Shifra to figure out where y'all are at. So maybe we can meet in the middle or something. Um, tell me what you just seen, uh, so that maybe I can relay this to Shifra, uh, 
with her being so good with maps and all. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, Genevieve, by the way, and, and I'm just like, now I'm just like multiple cars going out. Uh, I told you, I got Dante. You're um, in 1920s or 30s. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold, please. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Jeremy Crawford should let me know whether or not I can merge calls with my psionic whispers. That'd be good. Uh, okay, so Dante, uh, he says they're okay. Helen seems to be fine. I don't think she's mad at me. That's pretty cool. Um, Dante always seems a little irritated with me, but it, but anyway, but they're fine. But they're okay. Uh, they're okay. We're gonna try and coordinate and figure out where to go. So I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep talking. Uh, watch out for the for the slime things. Absolutely. As a um, um, Talith, you tell Dante everything that you and Genevieve have encountered. Your locations. Um, you you know probably tell Dante that you're within the mile if it just sort of connected. Um, that's probably max distance. And Shifra, as you open the map with Dante's help, you can chart you know all the possible rooms that are exactly a mile away from your current location. And your best guess, of course, is currently standing at like the threshold of the bridge to this long hallway. Past that is the staircase that goes up to another large chamber. Past that large chamber is the City of the Dead. And past the City of the Dead is a room exactly one mile away from where you are standing. It would seem that hopefully, if you continue heading your way with your side of the group and Talith and Genevieve keep going the way they're going, you would meet either near the City of the Dead or the chamber adjacent to the City of the Dead. All right. Uh, so uh, from what, what uh, Talith is telling me, Shifra, this is what I'm talking Shifra, we're, they're here, we're here. If we kind of just keep on going, I think this is a good place, but we must avoid uh, the City of the Dead. Uh, uh, hmm. So I think that's, uh, I, I think we just have to, to go through it. I don't know if anyone has to go through it. Uh, oh. I guess we're both looking at the map, me and she, for, do any of us have to go through the City of the, da de <clears throat> the Dead or, or is there an adjacent area that we can hook around? You'll either meet each other in the City of the Dead, or one of the groups will have to pass through it. Let's see. Uh, okay. Cool. Well, um, my vote is probably that we probably, if, if, if anyone has to go through the City of the Dead, um, it's probably us, because there's three of us um, mm -hmm. to there, too. Um, Although Talith and Genevieve are very capable, we just have numbers in our side. So, um, with that and this cat, we do. You know, you know what I'm gonna do next time I see Talith. I'm gonna say, "Hey, you know who you should mentally link with that cat." <gasps> oh yeah. Lots of info. <laughs> Apparently, lots of good info. Just so. yeah. hearing meowing in his head. <laughs> um, wonderful. Yeah, it sounds like um, Dante's. You chart the map, relay that back to Talith. It seems like as long as the group keeps moving into the directions they're moving, they will eventually link up. Um, though Dante, it does sound like if you want the the other half of the group to slow their pace a little bit, um, your half of the group can persevere through the city of the dead if that's the, the intention here yeah uh so Tyler, this is the game plan that we got so far uh, i believe helen and she in it uh i guess forgot if genevieve is okay with this plan too uh we are going to make good pace towards the city of the dead hopefully get through it 
uh, we kind of want y'all to hold before you get there. And maybe we'll meet you on the other side of that. Um, how's that sound, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Sorry, the the spores down here. Um, there are spores, by the way. Watch out for the mushrooms. They're like weird. Uh, that sounds great. Um, except if the city of the dead sounds very ominous and like people die there. So if you are in there and you need help, maybe we wait just on the other side and you can give us a call and we come in. Um, side note, DM, do you know about how long we've been down in the mines at this point? Um, yeah, I would say you've been down here for a good eight to 10 hours. Oh, then technically we're not talking right now. I did not realize this much time had passed. Uh, Don't so worry about it. This, Honestly, that's probably too much time. I'm so bad at judging that. You're Here fine. Uh, we, we're probably, there's a decent chance that this connection is going to drop uh, sooner rather than later. So I don't, uh, I don't know if there's a way for you to communicate with us if you guys need help, but I guess we'll hang tight. Um, or we might get really curious. I don't know. Oh, oh, have you seen, have you seen knockers? Um, and that's where it cuts out. <laughs> perfect. That's yeah, good. Yeah. A little staticky on this end. Uh, it sounds like the, that was perfect. It sounds like the group is ready to move forward. Um, Helen, Dante, and Shifra, you've got a little bit farther to go, so we're gonna switch over to you three. Um, we end our communications with Talith and Genevieve and step into the threshold of this just ornate and magnificent long hallway. Beautiful marble columns built up on either side, um, you know, alternating color stone tiles on the floor with chandeliers and, and decoration <laughs> ornamentation, gold leaf spanning across the, the top of the ceiling. Uh, a strong wind, stronger than any wind you've recently cast, Shifra, bellows down the opposite side of the hall, which could be a hindrance. Helen, you feel awful compelled to do something. What would you be doing at a time like this? Oh, oh, wow. Uh, I, I, I don't know where this is coming from, guys, but I, I gotta go. Um, <laughs> can I just Excuse? sprint down this hallway right Absolutely. into the wind? Absolutely. As you run into the hall, um, the, the air is actually really hot. Um, so hot that it actually like, you know, like warms up your skin. Like you start to sweat very quickly. Um, make an athletics check to try to run through the wind as it is giving you a lot of resistance. Ah, uh, okay. Well, athletic. 24. <laughs> 24. It's a slower pace, but you manage to move as quickly as you can. Start sweating really hard, but start to cut through the warm air. Um, I literally cannot stop doing this. Um, I'm not really sure what's happening, but I am getting to the end of this hallway. Wait, well, do you see anything? Nope. I just have the very deep a primal urge to run down this hallway. You could have waited until I was done tying my shoe. I literally cannot stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I think we got to catch up, Shifra. Uh, and I want to try and quickly tie my shoe. <laughs> yeah, Dante, you quickly tie your shoe. Um, Dante and Shifra, you actually feel 
um, a, a lesser draft of wind if you walk directly behind Helen. Um, you won't be as affected by the strong, warm winds from her, you know, right. nice, large frame. Mm-hmm. What I do. Uh, very good. Helen, as you sort of work as a wind wall, we'll need three consecutive successful athletics checks to run through this wind. It feels like a setup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, 17. 17 is a success. Sweat beating down your face, your legs getting tired, but you feel too compelled to let up. What's your next check? Uh, 22. Another success. Dante and Schieffer, you feel the warm draft of air bellow from the front of Helen. Um, anything you're doing to like encourage her or like talk to her? Uh, just like, yeah, Helen, you run this hallway. This hallway is was made for you. You go. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna put my hand on the upper part of her back and just like maybe help push. Like, oh, it's I don't so know. sweaty at this point too. I don't. I just got rubbed down by a one. So like we like how much worse are we really? That's true. <laughs> oh, that feels good. Helen, <laughs> a little bit more to the right one. Your third athletics check. Was another 17. Another 17. As you manage to break through the wind and like tumble out the other end of the, of the hall, like that's how much resistance was being pushed against you. Uh, Dante, Shifra, and Sith the Cat managed to break through the wind as well. As you all make it to the opposite end. Helen, Oof. make a constitution saving throw versus exhaustion uh, <laughs> from having to run that hard through warm wind. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm just adding my... Your constitution save bonus. So 20 total. 20 total. Somehow, no one's surprised as you are not the slight bit of exhausted. A little sweaty, but not tired. Ooh, and that is why you never skip leg day. <laughs> never. You got one of those uh, those veins that go from like your neck to your shoulder. That's... I didn't see ooh, that one before. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. And, I, and I flex it. Nice. I enjoy that. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, at the end of this hallway, you all see a large staircase. A good 80 feet wide each step is, and it ascends past, like, the, the, the ceiling of the cave that you are standing in. Each step seems to be made of pure gold as light angelic music is strumming down from the top of the staircase that you cannot see uh are y'all hearing that yes I'll turn to i'll turn to sith and say what do you know about this Sith is rubbing up against your leg, Shifra, like doing a figure eight between them, purring very loudly. Sith goes, oh, my darling Shifra, don't you recognize the marvelous tone, the, the thematic hymns of the Queen of Fairies? Yes, this is the music of Mab herself. As Sith quickly starts to like bunny hop up the golden stairs, 
all of you hear meowing, but Shifra, you hear, I'm coming, my queen. Where's uh, uh, he in such a hurry, too? Do I recognize this or believe the cat? Like, is this some kind of illusion trap for the cat? Um, no. Um, to you, this is like the same music you heard on the okay. Great Fairy Hill that like always played, but stayed at the same tone, you know, as you walked up and around it. It's okay. magical fairy music. God, this is just fairy music. It's, it's the music of Queen Mab. So Sith is very excited. Wait, what? Is she here? I'm not sure. That's what he told me before he ran off. Chief, I would say you would you would take note that this is the second mention, or really the third mention of Mab since you've been in the mines. Mm-hmm. That large ornate statue in like the lobby of the entrance was of Queen Mab. Sith the cat told you the those zombie dwarves um, only happen when Queen Mab's personal guards slay normal dwarves, and now her music is pouring down this golden staircase. I'm, I mean, she's she's awfully popular here. We want to uh, ascend? What do we want to yeah. do? Yeah, I'll go. Shifra makes her way up the golden steps. Um, I will be the last person because I am always, uh, what do you call this, suspicious of uh, <laughs> Queen Mab thing. So I'm just going to be the last person to help the stairs. And I guess each time I get to each step, I'm just going to tap it with my cane uh, yeah. before I take the step. Willy Wonka style. Uh, Helen, anything specific from you? Um, I will just follow Shifra. Great. Genevieve. And Talith, as the other half of the group walks up the golden stairs, you two walk into this large yet cramped chamber. It's quite tall, not very wide. Again, built out marble stone from floor to ceiling. On either side of you, on these large 15 tall pedestals, are these magnificent statues completely covered in like wizard robes, their faces covered in shadows as they are leaning over towards each other with large stone books in their hand. They sort of create like a arch walkway from where you're standing to where the opposite exit out of this chamber is, roughly 30 feet away from you, from where you're standing to where the exit is, the statues towering over you. Do they look like the uh, the Red Wizard, Moldy? Um, Talith and Genevieve, are you walking into the chamber? Or are you still in the tunnel? Um, Genevieve's a little hesitant to walk right in. Sure. Same. Um, yeah, Talith, they actually look nothing like the Red Wizards. In fact, they're probably like just generic looking wizards studying books. No like facial features, no real body features other than their hands holding the books. They're just covered in like robes. This is weirdly intimidating, right? Like it's not just me. Not just you. Um, Genevieve is going to kind of just clutch at the crystal ball on her hip. Mm. And she starts kind of like moving her left hand in very rhythmic, deliberate motions and kind of mumbling under her breath. She's going to cast Detect Magic. Sure. 
you cast detect magic from the tunnel and you do detect magic inside this chamber coming from the stone books these statues are holding. Uh, the statues themselves are 60 feet tall. These books are like 20 feet by 10 feet. You know, they're huge. Wow. Well, there's something about the books those statues are holding. Something magical. But I'm not really getting anything. Uh, do you, I mean, uh, you you use uh, books, right? Do you, do you think maybe, are these like, human sized or are they like larger than life larger than life the statues themselves like 20 foot wide 60 feet tall the books scaled to that size do do you want me to try and climb one and like see what the book says see if it might be something cool for you i, I don't really know how magic works um, is it by chance with sensing that the sources of magic am i able to tell what the school of magic is um, yes, you can. In fact, I would say your detect magic would tell you that, um, it is a, a, sp it's a spell book, actually, that these, that these stone creatures are holding. Um, and there is a spell still written in these stone books. Um, from the school of... Come on now. Hard knocks. Hard knocks. From the school of illusion. I think there's something that I or Raven Dante actually could probably use in there. Um and about how high up is it on these statues that those books are? They are probably a good 40 feet up. You'd have to climb the statue to read the book. Okay. That's really high. Um, can we try and like get up there and like break one down? Like so you can look at it? Break down, break down the statue? No, the no, just, just like, just like the, like the arm, like the book, like, like hit just the, the book. arm with the giant book on it. Hmm. Okay. I see. I see the potential um, issues here. Oh, are you are you good at climbing, Talon? Sometimes, I mean, I, I climb like all over the rigging on the ships. Um, climbing, people often think is more of an athletic ability, but really, I find that that acrobatically, um, it's something that can be done. You know, when when you're nimble. When you're nimble, okay. Well, like me. I am not that. So, I mean, I'd imagine because obviously the uh, game master the book it's a stone book yeah correct? it's like carved of stone like connected oh. to the statue and the book itself would be too way too large for you to actually like carry with you talith um genevieve's gonna start going through her bags because she does have parchment on her yeah. um would you be able to, you could totally say no ultimately i can go without having an extra spell or something but if you were to go up there and try to either write down what, what's, what you can see on it or even just place it against the stone and here you can use one of these and she'll get some of the information uh, kind of put aside for her and to be able to like, oh goodness, uh, like press against it really hard and you'll indent into the parchment. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I even have a, I, I have some, some charcoal and I could like rub over it and make like a... Exactly, that would be perfect. Yeah, yeah no, right. totally. 
Okay. I got it. Which one? Pick oh. one. Pick one. How many are there? Um, um, oh, because I was able to did was it the same school of magic reach? Correct. Um, I guess whichever whichever looks more climbable. Yeah. Right. So your detect magic would tell you it's the same spell okay. copied and, and they're identical. And uh, uh this one, how about I will uh, I will try to climb this one right here. Excellent. Um, as you both walk into the chamber formally now, um, you realize that this room is completely silent, void of all noise. And as you two would like turn to each other to like, you know, finalize the plan, you realize that as your mouths speak, no words come from them. I'll go ahead and... And uh, I'll connect. Ooh, yes, for six hours we can we can continue being telepathically linked. Excellent. That will do it. Um, Kalith, what skill check are you using to climb the statue? Um, Andrew has opinions about climbing being an athletics-only thing and thinks that acrobatics should count, and so I would try to acrobatically climb this nimbly and light. Absolutely. Yeah. As, as the rules are written, yes, run, jump, climb, swim is the athletics, but I would imagine acrobatics climb is less just like raw climbing, but more like jumping from like crease in the robes to jumping to the arms, swinging up it, you know, to land onto the stone book, you know, fun stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah, like quick clambers versus like just, you know, yeah. fully like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Honestly, um, real climbing though is more acrobatics than it is Exactly. Athletics. Like if you've actually ever climbed, you can't just like, you can't, you can't brute force like, your way up. No, it doesn't work. Your arms will explode like 20 feet in the air. It just doesn't work. Um, Talith, give us an acrobatics check. That's an 18 plus 4, 22. Excellent. Yeah, you get up there with minimal effort as you're now standing on this large stone book slab. You see magical runes glowing inside the stone book on its open page. You take the parchment out, uh, a bit of charcoal on the tracing paper, and copy the spell runes onto the parchment you are holding. Uh, I hold it to, to make sure that I got like a good copy because I don't want to get down and be like, oh no, I missed yep. the corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 think, I think it's good. I'm going to come back down. And uh, I'll fold it up and I will make my way back down. Excellent. Uh, as you get back down on the ground safely, um, I, I presume you turn over the-, the While screen. I'm elevated, do I see anything in the room? Um, I don't remember how big the room itself is, but okay, nope. all right. Other yeah. than what I've described to you. Yep, then I like plop down and hand the parchment over. Excellent. In complete silence, Genevieve, do you want to look at the scroll, press on, how we're feeling? Um. Genevieve would like to get to a place where she can talk because otherwise she's very useless. Very good. We can make our way out the opposite entrance exit of this chamber. And awesome. so we do. And as you break the threshold of this room, sound fills your senses once more. So, so, uh, so what is it? Um, and she'll open it up and start looking at it. Does she recognize anything that's inscribed on it? Absolutely. The spell that is inscribed on the scroll is the silence spell that you can either use as a spell scroll or copy into your wizard book, your spell book. 
this will make everything quiet. This, honestly, if anything had happened back there, I would have been completely, completely useless to you. Mm. Everything I can do, I have to, I have to speak. So this could be really helpful. Maybe, maybe the red wizard is the same way and you could use that on him and then he won't be able to talk and that could, you know, defeat his magic. I don't, again, I don't really know how magic works. That could happen. I mean, it's, I don't know. I'll have to to ask Dante. I'm sure he'd have more, more knowledge on it than I have actually, you know, been educated in it. But I imagine that the wizards probably also need to speak most of the time, at least. So thanks. Yeah, no, I was, I was, uh, I, I'm actually not that great at climbing, so I'm glad that worked out pretty well. <laughs> Excellent. As you two press on, a short tunnel goes up in topography. Uh, pretty steep that you actually have to, like, you know, balance your weight forward to walk up this tunnel, um, you know, safely. As you get to the top, it quickly opens up into, you know, a chamber isn't a big enough word to describe. It opens up into a city, um, a, a literal city underground, paved roadways, buildings of varying heights, single story, double story, triple storied buildings. You see what looks like a town square with a, a fountain with no water protruding from it what look like shops, a marketplace, um, a city hall, if you will. And in the, in the far, 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 far reaches of this large city, you see the stone ceiling arcing over everything. Both of you hear the light instrumental music of a harp playing directly across from your location, probably a good hundred feet. As your attention turns to it, you see first a large cat get to the top of what looks like a staircase going down. It sort of walks around the staircase at the top before eventually you see Shifra skipping up the staircase, then Helen followed by Dante as now all of you can see each other a hundred feet apart on opposite ends of this city. Can we, should we, uh, we can go see them, right? This is, are we in the dead yeah, city? Yeah, you can run to each other if you like. Oh, is that safe? Well, I'm looking at Genevieve, like, is that, is that safe? Do we need to go slow? Wait, did you say dead city? What's, oh, did, did I tell you Dante said that this, uh, we're coming up on the city of the dead? Um, city. and this looks like a city uh yeah so i want to get reunited with him but let's maybe quiet that seems really ominous of a name so you all want to make your way to each other i think uh uh, is this the city of the dead because it sure looks like a city i mean i guess it is yeah, all the signs and symbols are saying that, and uh, Talith is... I mean, we're gonna move towards each other. I think Talith is trying to sign that, but... Uh, <laughs> this, this did say, do not enter, correct? I don't think we right, really have so a choice. Right, so we can just wait for them to come to us, and, like, unless the queen is here, we can just go back down the stairs and go back the way we came. Right? Okay, yeah. I, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like a good idea for all of us to get trapped down there. 
Trapped down where? Well, in there. City. In the city. Maybe we should wait for them to come to us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Now I'm just going to point to both of them and be like... You said they're like 100 feet away, right? Like Correct. Not far? It's like a basketball court. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. We're within throwing distance of each other. <laughs> yeah. In fact, there's a basketball right next to you. Um, no, Genevieve and, and Talith, you start making your way across this seemingly abandoned grand while city. keeping my eye out for stuff because City of the Dead sounds deadly. Of course, yeah. And all of you, no need to keep an eye out as Genevieve and Talith get about halfway across uh, this street you're walking across to get to the rest of your group as. Shifra, your attention is drawn to it first. A bright light shining from the top of the city, right underneath the threshold of the cavernous ceiling. A good 500 feet up in the air, you see a set of magnificent wooden doors floating above the city. The, the wooden folds wide open, Music and magic pouring out as vines and flowers are sprouting from the open threshold. In the distance, in the opening of this magical floating door, you see the magnificent, strong, and beautiful castle of Queen Mab as you are looking through a door into the Elfine. Any reaction? As all of you now see this. Do I? Do we see her or just the castle? Just the castle. Like, you know, off in the distance, on the horizon sort of thing. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Who knows? Know. But look! Look, that's, that's where Queen Mab lives! Uh, yeah, this could either be... I don't know if it's a good thing, because, like, everything so far has... There were dwarves who are dusty without lotion, who apparently died to Queen Mab, <laughs> you know, uh, to Queen Mab's gods, that is. And I don't know. I don't know. I think we should get reunited with the group first and foremost, but that- I will know. turn to uh, Sith real quick and say, Sith, is this a, a quick way out of this Iron Mines? Can we just go to Queen Mab and get out of here? If you have the ability to fly 500 feet in the air, yes, that is a doorway to the Helfheim. Well, what's going on here? Um, you know, I've not quite been this far into the mines. Actually, I'm starting to get a very bad feeling. As you look at Sith, the hairs on the back of him are standing straight up as it starts to, Sith starts to hiss it just into the city. All of a sudden, now Genevieve and Talith, you're 75% of the way to the rest of the group. The wide open doors to the Elfheim shut. Boom. Music turned off. Iron bars magically appear in front of the magical floating doors as wax melts over the top of the doors, hardening, sealing the set of doors twofold. All of the sudden, you hear the city of the dead awaken. 
a loud mass of moaning, groaning, and shambling as the entire city's populace now awakens more zombie undead dwarves by the hundreds are walking out into the streets of the city. I want to get out of here. We should just go back this way. Yep, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Genevieve, go, and I kind of push her in front of me. Well, we're going to go. Let's go. Uh, you hear Sith speak to you as, you know, Genevieve and Talith are closing the distance. Shifra Sith says, there's no time. They'll outrun us for sure. Here, quick, uh, to safety. As Sith stands up on two legs, its eyes shine a bright purple as a small cat portal opens up. Sith gets back down on all fours and trots through it. It could do that the whole time? Of course it can. Of course. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, let's go. You'll have to get down on all fours to enter the portal if that's what the group wishes to do. Am I too big for the portal? You'll have to go one leg at a time, like putting pants on or something, you know? But you can fit. Okay. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Shifra, Dante, Helen, you three can enter the portal first, unless there's anything else you three would want to do. I'm actually going to wait until, uh, Talith and Genevieve get okay. there. Shifra, are you trying through? Yeah, I will. I'll make it clear to the group that this is our best bet for safety and they should follow me and I will go through. Uh, right when she figure goes through it's just me and helen it's been a day i'm ready to get the hell out of here and i'm just gonna <laughs> I, and and dante does not crawl enough for us he's just gonna do like a boogie down dance move where he slides real low uh and slide through the portal like low low he's so cool real low low <laughs> Genevieve and Talith, both of you start to close the gap as you can see doors flinging open from the many buildings in your uh, uh, perception as zombies start running out of the homes. Luckily, you're close enough that you get to Helen face to face. What do you three say and do? Um, I have my arm outstretched and I immediately grab Talith and I throw him into that portal for old time's sake. <laughs> Should have seen that coming. <laughs> no time to decide if we're jumping through this portal. I'm so sorry I talked to your head without permission. <laughs> I missed you too. <laughs> She'll Genevieve will run right after and like kind of like grab Helen on the arm and be like, thank you. And just if she'll let her go in and And Helen. And uh, I clamber in awkwardly after them. Absolutely. One leg I, at a time. I, yeah, I'm waiting on the other side to grab Helen's ankle to like. Yeah, help. you see a pull. <laughs> it's like trying to get a large couch through a, a tight, you know, hallway or something. Yep. Um, all of you drop out of the portal at the base of the golden staircase. Um, Sith the cat able to open and close portals at like kind of short distances. As you all, like, you know, get up, get ready to run, Sith says, oh, don't worry. I don't think they can make it down the stairs. Why not? Oh, Queen Mab's magic, of course. As you all look up the golden staircase, you hear the horde of zombies as they get to the stairs, cross the golden threshold, and just disperse as 
dwarven zombie limbs and bits just rain down the golden staircase. As soon as they step foot on the golden stairs, they explode. The golden staircase clean up all the limbs and guts and blood before it rains to the bottom of the stairs, but you literally just watch zombies exploding as they try to cross the threshold. Well. I'll ask Sith the cat, how does how does Queen Mab have so much control over these mines? That, my dear, is a long story, and quite frankly, you don't have enough food for me to tell you it. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Helen. I will just take off walking the way that we can. <laughs> when when did you get a cat? Why is there a cat? Uh, who are you cat, talking to? Uh, hell, anybody, whoever's near me. Um, it's the Sherpa. It's the Sherpa. It's... Oh, I, I found him in a room, and apparently Shifra can understand it, uh, which is great. Everything is we found in a room trying to kill us. <laughs> As you all sort of catch up, introduce Sith the cat, you look back up the golden staircase as the zombies have now stopped trying to cross the threshold. Just a mass of them deeper than you can see are now standing at the top of the stairs and eventually turn back around and re-enter their city. Of course, the group as a collective now has a safe way back to the entrance of the mines, which you can take uh, to, to get to safety, to get back to the island of Neverland, unless we would like to divert and explore the mines further. Kinda hate it. Kinda hate it. <laughs> Are you two all right? Do you, do you need a healing or, or something? I'm actually doing okay. Are you Phil? Are you doing okay, Chalice? Yeah, no, I'm 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 good. I I uh, I, I didn't I didn't get hit. You, you okay, kind of you kind of got the and worst. And I'm gonna of take it. a healing potion. <laughs> Helen, before you do, uh, I think you would recall the very comfortable and safe um, 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 barracks of the the mines at the entrance with a lockable door. This would be a great place with many beds and cots for the group to actually take a formal and safe long rest if we um want to go back to the the beginning there's beds and rooms with locks and all kinds of good stuff to not get eaten by dwarf zombies yeah it's kind of comfy and we could feed uh sith right here and maybe sith can tell you more about queen map's presence in the iron mines i throw um, some food to the cat there you it, go. It did get you out of a tight spot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good Very kitty. Good. I think we will end tonight's session with the adventuring party, making it safely back to the entrance of the mine, finding several cots, bedrolls, and comfort, locking the door to the barracks so we can safely take a well-earned long rest before venturing back out into the island of Neverland to recover four more star fragments. Before we sign off for the night, I know um, Emily and Brianna, both of you have some stuff going on this weekend, right? You want to do some quick shout outs? Yes, uh, tomorrow I am playing in a very exciting uh, charity game over at the Initiative Order. Um, 
where Bree is a fabulous, fabulous producer and player. Uh, and we are raising money for St. Jude's uh, for cancer research. It is our Cancers Against Cancer stream. Uh, so a bunch of sensitive little babies playing crab people. I'm sorry, Michael. I know. I know. I know you're also a cancer. Don't worry. I'm just going to be emotional and hurt. That's fine. As, as we do. Um, but that is tomorrow at 6 p.m. on the Initiative Order's Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash the Initiative Order. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. 6 p.m. PST, crab times, money for a good cause, all that jazz. And then next Saturday, Brie, <laughs> you're, you're doing oh. a thing. Yes, next Saturday that Emma's actually also involved in. So I am um, going to be running a game on the Initiative Order Switch channel, um, a one-shot of Vice Sin. It's a free league uh, publishing system, Nordic horror roleplay. I'm very excited about it. Uh, if you guys do have a chance, it's going to be at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv forward slash the Initiative Order. So come by and uh, I don't know, hang out with us for a little bit. Maybe get scared. us during the week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that we're off. Find us. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh Andrew, anything on your end? Michael? Michael, you have anything? Uh, I do. Go for In it. In front of 17 people and this cast. <laughs> Brianna, when am I gonna be put on any of these these shows with you? <laughs> Come on, what, what's wrong? Oh, he's doing this live. <laughs> live. 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 Okay. Now that you're putting me on blast, like we're gonna have this conversation afterwards. All right, all right, all right, all right. We'll talk about it when we get home. I'm kind of in between some shows right now, so um, slightly free agent for some one shots. (laughs) If anyone's looking for, for, uh, you know, a one shot Lich Daddy (laughs) to come spice up your games, spice brings the spice. And uh, I'll announce it again next show, but I'm playing in a one shot with uh, Paradise RPG for Jasper's game day in a couple weeks on the 25th. Um, but we'll talk more about that and it'll be on the socials. But uh, of course, uh, for those of y'all still here, thank you for staying with us despite tech issues. Um, if you are not a member of our Patreon, consider going and checking out our Patreon, patreon.com slash second star show for all sorts of cool things. We dropped uh Shifra's adventure journals today with some cool in character, um, delicious uh, tidbits that she's been keeping in her personal in-game journal. Uh, Joe's DM notes will drop tomorrow. Early access to podcast. Hang out with us on Discord. Lots of cool stuff. Go and check it out. Patreon.com slash second star show. We will be back live in two weeks with the next episode as the group sets foot back on the island of Neverland pursuing the second star fragment. And as always, thank you all again for watching. If you are ever feeling lost, just look for the second star on the right and follow it straight on till morning. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>